With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection over... Is it 10,000? 10,000 local installers? Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Fast, free shipping, unmatched selection, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'll give you my thoughts on what Aaron Rodgers uh, said regarding their win over the Patriots in a moment. 
But um, are you guys have, have you guys followed this fishing cheating story? This one feels right up our alley to talk about because we don't know anything about it. Right. Uh, those are the those are the best. It's like when you hear when you're a politician talk about sports, and you're like, yeah, I really wish you wouldn't. I feel like that's what we're going to get. But did, did you guys hear about this? There's some walleye championship in uh, look like outside of Cleveland. Right. And these guys got caught cheating because they put weights, oh, metal yeah. weights inside their fish. Oh, yeah. I could not get enough of that two minute video this weekend. Right. Yeah. I watched it about 10 times. That guy's just standing there because he knows what's going to happen when they're cutting open his fish, right? He didn't mm-hmm. do that. No, 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 no. Could have just throw, picked up the fish, thrown him back in the water. Like, nope. But they, it, it was like they didn't even try. Like, the, the weights are, they use big old weights. Why wouldn't you just use one of those, like, fishing lure weights, the little tiny ones that, you know? <laughs> I'm sure that's what they were thinking. Why did we, you know, why did we do so much? Why did we go overboard? Well, the, the fish weighed twice as much as it was supposed to. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, man. Oh, man. It's like, it's like if you change what? your grade, you change your grade. If anybody ever changed their grades for, for their parents to see them, like in middle school or whatever, I did it. Like, if you have an F, don't change it to an A. Change it to a C. Right? You're like, yeah, I still like, you got to work hard. Yeah. Fast, yeah. You know? L- like, and, and you're 100% correct. And the other part about it was that not only was it weights, but there were other cut-up fillets that they put in. So you thought that, all right, maybe we can get by with the fillets, but then you're putting these, you know, whatever, steel pellets in there that are significantly, uh, look significantly heavier than what a, you know, just a fillet from a different fish would have been. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't get beat up. I was waiting for someone to just go off and start Pro- wailing. I was on waiting for you to finish your lunch no. John, before this. Uh... <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I had to jump so, in just so quickly. We, just so we know, right. if, if this were baseball, if this were baseball, all those guys' records would still stand. Oh, oh come on! I, I loved the 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 peanut gallery. Everybody coming in to add in their two cents to it. Yes. It was great. That was awesome. You hadn't, I, Jay Stu, you hadn't seen that until I sent it to you, had you? No, no, not at all. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm watching this, and like that's all all my friends stuff. I'm like, dude, you guys are cheating at fishing. Like, yeah, you know, money's so, in the line. So Runyon, the, the, that's stupid. Runyon. I think that's who it was. Do they yeah. check? I don't know how the the judges typically do it. Do, do they always open up the fish and check? No. Or was there, was there a suspicion here? It was suspicion because the fish weighed twice as much as they should have been in their size. <laughs> I, I, I got a, I got a 15-incher. Me too. How much yours weigh? You know, <laughs> six pounds. Mine's 15. Huh? <laughs> what? Like, all those guys, they catch those kinds of fish. They they know about how much they weigh. They're like, hmm. That had, one's packing heat of some kind. And they had won, like, thousands, $100,000 in previous matches and now they're just now saying all that question. money you took, you know. That's right. what really made the people mad. It wasn't I think part of it was the fact that they were cheating, but another thing was all the money they had won in previous matches that could have probably went to them and now they probably spent it all, I assume. I mean, they can't well that they'll probably have to play it back, right? And Doug? I would have gotten away with it too, but wasn't for those meddling kids. They spent the money on the weights. <laughs> John John's like they've already spent the money. What oh. if they're like really disciplined, like most of those guys 
uh, with the um, uh, what was it? What was the airline in uh, Goodfellas that they held up? Um, not El Al. What's the what's the German air, airliner? La Lufthansa, like the Lufthansa height. Don't buy nothing. Don't buy nothing for nobody. Right, what if they were, John? What if they were really disciplined about what they were purchasing after the heist? Yeah, they the, told him the like, fish winning. Yeah, don't spend any money for at least a year until we yeah. get. Yeah, don't well, buy nothing for nobody but nothing. All of a sudden, one of the one of the partners shows up in a mink coat for their wife. <laughs> mink, at a Christmas mink coat, party. a white Cadillac with red seats. No question. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. It's under my it's under my brother's name. Take it back. Anyway. It would have been really funny if Bayer knew the movie, but that's okay. Bayer, Bayer yeah. came through with a couple other lines that were fantastic. Oh, what thanks. At least I could contribute. No, I like I like the lines last hour. the The dump truck one was funny. I was that was one that was a very humanizing moment. We're talking about uh, um, when DK Metcalf took the cart off the field because he had to go to the bathroom. But I, I like totally get that one right because you do get to that point where if you move, you feel like if you move any muscle. It's going to end up poorly, right? Yes. You sit there and like, if I move, if I uh, if I move my my butt cheeks any in any way, that's bad. Or if I if I'm clenching in the front, like I'm gonna I'm gonna pee myself. That's a very reasonable thing. I'll also say this: uh, they say that the last point two of a marathon's the toughest. Yeah, uh, it can be apropos in that situation as well. The last point two. Oh yeah, you know that, that's yes. yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. You get to the toilet right as it. As you start, you can't hold it anymore. Like, literally, the pain is so severe. So severe. Um, anyway. Okay, let's get to Aaron Rodgers. They get a big win over the um, over the New England Patriots. Obviously, though, it was a little bit close. A little bit close. Right? Ends up going into overtime. They get a stop in overtime, come down the field, kick a field goal, and win the game. Aaron Rodgers said this about the way in which they won. Is winning this way where your defense isn't as great as advertised and you don't play as well as you expect, is this sustainable for you guys? Sustainable? I think winning is sustainable for sure. I think we're going to have to play a little bit better against starting quarterbacks and if our defense isn't playing as well as they can. So this way of winning I don't think is sustainable because it's just puts too much pressure on our defense and Obviously, I got to play better and will play better. But the second half is is our kind of football where we're mixing it up, we're throwing the ball outside the numbers. Obviously, we ran the ball, controlled line scrimmage really well. This is a game we had to win, for sure. I mean, you can't can't be two and two losing to a third string quarterback and and not playing great in all three phases. So we had to have this one. That doesn't take anything away from the joy of winning, but this is one we had to have. This is Matt LaFleur talking about how his team found a way to win. Certainly there's a lot of things that we, we need to do better. Bottom line is we, we, came, we found a way when we needed to, and we made just enough plays to, to come out on top, and I was part of our guys just coming in at halftime. Certainly didn't want to come in uh, like that, but you know we talk about how do you respond to adversity, and I thought there was a lot of adversity throughout the course of the game, and our guys you know, stuck together. They're not always going to be pretty wins, and I'm okay with that. You guys can criticize us. That's cool. Um, But bottom line is we found a way to win. Better to win ugly than lose pretty, right? And and so I I think sometimes people are going to take what Aaron Rodgers said, not sometimes, oftentimes out of context. When he said we cannot sustain winning this way, he didn't mean 
being a team that likes to run the football and play off of the run and it being a little bit uglier. No, he's just talking about, look, we got to be more efficient. We got to score more. We got to play better. Like we can't get away with playing our B and C game against people. It's going to, we're going to jump up and get beat. You know, you're playing against a rookie third string quarterback. That's a game you have to win. You have to look good. And they still didn't look, they didn't look good. Now they found a way and winning ugly is better than losing pretty, but they're going to have to play better. That doesn't mean I don't, I didn't hear him openly opining for them to open up the offense and change the offense. I feel like he's a full convert to this offense. He just, you know, Dobbs dropped a touchdown pass. I think they're going to have to get a little better. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Lance Leipold's going to join us. He's the head coach of Kansas. The Jayhawks are undefeated. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, and they get to host college game day this week. So we'll get to a bunch of that. I got my Monday night football picks for you upcoming. Um, Byer, the, the thing about the, the Paul Christ firing is, and I understand that some people are like, well, you got to get ahead of it. Uh, season ticket renewals. Y- yes. Yes. Um, uh, I think that one is they're freaking out over losing Jim Leonard. Don't you think like, that's the thing like, yeah. Let's give Jim Leonard a legit shot at this thing. I, I guess it's the only reason I can think of at this point. Uh, getting dominated at home by Illinois uh, well, that does one, not yeah. help. Well, when your ex comes in and kicks your kicks yes. the crap out of you, right? Yes. If yeah. they if they honestly really wanted to keep Jim Leonard, they this if it was for that, I think they would have let the season play out and have figured out some sort of way to do it on October second is, I think, a sign that it's a bigger issue. And again, new athletic director, Chris McIntosh, he played at Wisconsin, was a first-round pick, but, you know, taking over for Barry Alvarez. So, you know, it's it's his call. And, and there are a lot of names that are connected, even just seeing odds of guys who could be going back to Wisconsin that had ties previously. Leonard actually had the best odds of anyone of getting that job full-time. But um, Dave Aranda at Baylor spent time at Wisconsin. Even Bill O'Brien's name was thrown out. Our guest in five minutes name, a Wisconsin native, is uh is thought to be a candidate, you know, or could be the uh interest of Wisconsin and bringing him in. Better better job, Nebraska or Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a really good job. It really is. Um Thirty years ago, it's crazy to even think that it was. That that was actually my point. My so so for people who don't know this, okay, if you go back to before Barry Alvarez took over as head coach, the the, the and and this before Bill Snyder took over at Kansas State, right? You could make the argument that Kansas State and Wisconsin, along with Northwestern, those were three of the absolute worst programs, worst jobs in America, right? So the the one part about it that's interesting is. Do we overrate the Wisconsin job because you had some really, really good coaches that did some amazing things, right? Or is that possible anywhere? That's really the question. Is it possible anywhere? It's, you know, it's a one-school state. Yeah. So if you're a top prospect in Wisconsin, that was another thing that was kind of being brought up is you now started to have kids from Wisconsin that were top prospects going uh, to other schools, so there's no in-state competition, you know, like Michigan, not that the state of Michigan's a hotbed, but you Michigan, Michigan State going after maybe the same kid. You you had that all to yourself. Um, there are pipelines to a lot of different, you know, that for a while there in the 90s, they had a great pipeline to St. Louis where kids would 
New Jersey. I mean, Ron Dane, Michael Bennett, or not Michael Bennett, I'm blanking on a name, but uh, a lot of kids came from uh, New Jersey and, and uh, yeah, but see that, that, those that's running backs. All, that's so. changed. A lot of that has changed because of the SEC has taken away St. Louis, right? And uh, um, a lot of it has changed, though, because the Eastern Seaboard, where Nebraska used to recruit Jersey as well. But since um, the, the spread of the Big Ten, the proliferation of, of college football, where you had those Big East schools that have been, and you have the ACC's been able to get in there and do quite well. Yeah. So that, that, those days have kind of, kind of changed. I, I, it's just weird. I think Wisconsin's the better job. Um, but if you would have told S, said that to anybody 20 years ago, they would have said no chance, zero chance. It's a better job. Jonathan Taylor came from New Jersey. That was another name that, there you go. yeah, I good mean, one. it's, it is a really good job. Who knows how the big 10 is going to set up structurally when, you know, the USC and UCLA come in and, and more, but you know, I mean, they should be in contention to win that every single year to win that division. And this year they're not. As bad as Wisconsin was for a long time, they still had some some seven-win season. This is Kansas since 2008, right? The uh, Mark Mangino went to an Orange Bowl, right? And then he went to an, in, an Insight Bowl. He, he went to, believe it or not, he went to four bowl games in seven years. Um, when he got fired, he had Turner Gill. Kansas won three and two games. Five games total to, to a Turner Gill. Charlie Weiss... Uh, they won one, three, three. So they won seven games in three years. David Beatty takes over. They win in David Beatty's four years as head coach. Four years. They win six games. Then Les Miles, you're like, I forgot Les Miles was the coach. Uh, three games, then didn't win a game his last year that ended in disaster. And then Leipold comes over. They win two games last year, and they're 5-0 and this season. That's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, they did lose Daniel uh, Hishaw, and that did not look like a good injury. Will Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, and um, he, he was an absolute legend at Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, the uh, the Warhawks had what five five undefeated seasons? Yeah, that's back in his time. Five undefeated seasons. He's Lance Leipold, his head coach of. Uh, the University of Kansas, they're 5-0. and They're finally ranked. They host college game day, and they're the talk of the entire college football world. He joins us on the Doug Gallagher Show. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Doug. How are you today? I'm, I'm good. Um, if I were to tell you back in mid-August you guys would start out 5-0, and would you believe me? Nah, that might have been tough. It, it would have been something we were hoping for, maybe, and and uh, a lot of things would have to go our way. But uh, but that's uh, so proud of our guys and our staff for the job that they've done to this point. Uh, it it it's been amazing. How how did you turn the mentality? Because um, obviously, you guys at Whitewater, you won a ton of games, but you know, a, a other places, it's hard to turn that mentality when everyone thinks something is going to go wrong. Right where the, the great programs, something always goes right. Last year things went wrong. This year, how do you change that mentality in in a whole group? Well, you know this program's gone through a lot of changes over the last probably twelve, thirteen years, and and one of the things that we found upon our arrival uh, May of twenty one was you know this group was still hungry and and wanted some consistency and some accountability and and some of those things that really kind of it really fit how we go about it and. 
and, and we told them that, you know, how we're going to do it wasn't going to matter necessarily what the scoreboard said. And there was going to be daily things of, of measurement and we we're going to look for improvement and, and have standards and, and uh, they embraced those. And then, you know, late in the season, we were one and eight and went down to Austin, Texas. And, and, you know, the guys really played, played their hearts out, played well, found a way to win in overtime, but it was really the next two weeks where, they took another step, and uh, they, still with not a ton to play for, other than than making improvements as a program. I thought is when we started to really see a difference in our players that that led to winter conditioning, spring football, and and so on down the line. Uh, when you took the job, how many people told you not to? You can't win there. Got to get out. Uh, yeah, there's a fair amount that questioned me, just like they did when I took the Buffalo job. But uh, there, there's there were certain things there that I felt, uh, you know, this is a great community. Um, it it's had its slices of of success, and um, I felt again that our staff and and our approach would be one that uh, it was an opportunity that that kind of fit us, and and we wanted to take that challenge. When you, you know, one of the things you've been able to do is obviously recruit through the portal. Um, no better example of that than your quarterback, Jalen Daniels. So when you watch and you're watching, you know, online, you're with your coaches and you're like, we need a quarterback. Let, let's look Jalen Daniels. What did you see that you liked when checking out well, the portal? Well, I want to make sure J- Jalen was not a portal quarterback. So I want to make sure we, we did do the portal. Jalen was here when we got here. He was a 17 year old that, uh, was was essentially like a blue shirt. He didn't report to that COVID year until August and started a game as a 17-year-old and really got thrown into a fire. And and then a year ago, he ended up with a tired arm during camp and ended up having to put him on the shelf for a little bit. And, and Jason Bean won the job. And and then we had a couple injuries, Jason being one of them. And we had planned the red shirt, Jalen, and, and try to save another year and, and work, you know, and, and kind of go back to competing and, and spring ball. But uh, through the injuries and then, of course, his performance in, in Austin really kind of he, he kind of took the job and, and ran with it and has, hasn't given it up. But he's got a great arm. He's he, he's shown he can run the ball. He's definitely a dual threat, but he's got that extra energy and charisma and leadership ability that a program like ours, uh, honestly, Doug, really needed because he walks in the building with a great attitude each and every day. Um, Daniel Hishaw got hurt. He's your yeah. redshirt freshman running back. How that, that one? It looked bad. How? Any, any update there? Yeah, he's yeah. It's going to be a while for for Daniel. It's unfortunate he's played well. He missed last season with an injury, um, so um, it's unfortunate. But but Devin Neal, you know, Kim carried the load for us last year quite a bit. Uh, you know, he's there. Uh, Sevian Morrison, uh, a, a transfer running back from Nebraska, and Kai Thomas, uh, another transfer from Minnesota. Um, you know, still gives us a lot of flexibility and, and depth at that position. How how have you handled the attaboys, right? Like you want them to feel <laughs> respected, but like now everybody's telling them they're greatest. They're the greatest ever. How do you handle that as a coach? Well, you, you know, you have to address it, and, and you talk. But when when they walk into the walls here, and I go back to even a year ago, um, 
we talked about how we're going to approach it on a day-to-day basis, uh, how we practice, what we're going to do, and the scoreboard was not going to dictate that or, or the standings, quite honestly. So they've been able, again, to, to hopefully see the consistency, and we said, you know, this is great, and hopefully you're embracing and, and enjoying winning, but you have to understand that each week then there's it, it changes a little bit, and your, and your focus and your preparation has to maintain um, a level that it's been at, and if in many ways uh, even pick it up a notch. And uh, we practiced here this morning, and I was very, very happy with our, our approach and energy as we 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 get ready for another huge challenge. Yeah, it's a huge challenge with uh, with, with TCU coming coming, Colin Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I I read you want you only lost one game in the Division Three playoffs, right? At Whitewater, only one playoff game. Is that correct? Yeah, that yes, that was yeah, pretty we were pretty fortunate. Who who'd you lose to? We lost to Mount Union um in okay. the championship in uh two thousand eight. And, and if, uh, if if so, you could and I, I guarantee this, I'm not I'm not, I may not guaranteed, I'm guessing you could still kinda of go back chapter and verse of that game. If you if if you could do one thing differently <laughs> from that game, what would it be? You know, um oh boy, we gave up two big scores early. But I, I, I tell you, not not to live in the past too much, but we were a really young football team with about six seniors after we'd won our first title in 07. And getting there, and our, our really our young running back was injured, and we weren't probably where we needed to be depth-wise. But it, it really propelled us to go on a, on a three-year streak of some pretty high football. So we gave it up, and then we, were, we battled back in the game, and we kind of had a, a tip. A, a, a tip ball from one of our receivers went off his hands for for a pick in it in right about the time we were making a comeback so proud of that moment but that was uh probably a team that even overachieved itself just a little bit right. I, I did i knew though that you could you could quote me chapter and verse on, that, <laughs> on, on 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 that game have you have you thought of you know that you know the other issue you're going to run into this year right is that you're playing some of these guys are younger you got a young quarterback you got a young running back obviously his shot's hurt but now guys are going to try and poach your kids. Like that was never it was never an issue at Kansas before. You just want to get good enough kids to compete. Now you guys are so so good. Have you talked about how you have to keep recruiting even the players you have? Yeah, I, I think that was even the case a year ago. And like you said, uh, you know, when you're two and ten, there's probably not as many people doing that. Um, and we we're fortunate to to maintain the players in our two deep and um you know uh guys are always hungry and looking for opportunities and but we're hoping that their day-to-day experiences and and what we're changing here is something that they're going to want to be part of and one thing we've talked also doug is that you know you have to embrace a culture of competition and and in life you're going to have to compete on a daily basis and 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 hopefully the players that are going to see uh what are their experiences and what they've seen on the field and now that we, you know, we've had two consecutive sellouts, things that nobody ever thought were going to be possible here for a very long time are starting to happen, and that'll make part of their experience to want to be a Jayhawk for a long time. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. I heard you turn to one of your assistants that we're going to sell this thing out. Didn't know it was going to be this 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 quickly uh, this year. So Lance Leipold joined us. He's the head coach of Kansas Jayhawks five and zero. They're ranked. They take on TCU this weekend on Fox Sports One. Um, you, you know, uh, the, the whole thing's remarkable. I guess I'm wondering, is it sustainable? Can you can you compete consistently at Kansas in the Big 12? 
Well, you know, that's, uh, I guess it's yet to be seen, but that's, that, that's the reason why we came here. Uh, that's kind of the blueprint that we want, that it's not going to be a every now and then or a blip on the radar, that um, it's kind of the approach that we took at Buffalo when uh, before coming here, uh, we had won the most games in the MAC and over a four over the last four year period. Um, unfortunately, we the conference championship the twice we played we came up short. But consistency has always been kind of the model that we wanted to, to have. Uh, evaluate well, develop well. Um, the the era of the portal is going to be it's going to be real interesting. Really, how how people approach that and as far as roster management, building a roster. Uh, spreading out your classes, all of those things. But uh, I'm very confident in the leadership here from Travis Goff, our athletic director, our chancellor, uh, Doug Durad, that, that uh, we're going to take the necessary steps and improvements in areas that we're way behind. You've you've obviously competed for national championships at the Division Three level. And then there's the question of, okay, do you keep building at Kansas where they're going to – if you keep this going, they're going to build a statue right out in front. They'll take the National Guard to get you out of that office, right? Or do you go and take a shot at some place that expects every year for this type of start? What's that like for you when you're out of the coaching office, when you're just in your own thoughts in balancing what could be or what will be at Kansas? You know, there's so much going on, Doug, right now. And as you say, you know, I've said it said it last week, I'll say it again, is that, you know, we got to be where our feet are at. We're extremely happy here to even think uh, a Division three coach, uh, you know, I, I I think, you know, I, if I'm correct, your father coached in Milwaukee there. Yes. W. Milwaukee at one yes. time. You know, you, you, you know the state system a little bit and all that. It, to think that a small-town kid from Wisconsin would have a chance to be coaching in the Big 12 is – is kind of a you know that I, I kind of have to pinch myself there to to sit there and worry about being anywhere else than here is is something that's a waste of time because my wife and I and our family are extremely happy here and, and expect to be here a long time. Yeah, I mean Wazoo's got there's a bunch of Wisconsin guys now they're kind of proliferating. You yeah. got you know Iowa State's got one a, a basketball coach and Wazoo's mm-hmm. got one a football coach. All you Wisconsin guys that uh, kind of kind of spreading the spread, spreading the message. Um, uh, okay, last thing. When you when your teams take the field, okay, they, you've obviously won. I mean, you found a way to 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 create a winning environment. What do you want them people to see? Like this is why these these are my teams. They represent me. This is why we've been able to be successful. Uh, play hard in our discipline. We play the game the right way, and uh, I, I I think when. Uh, you, you hopefully you go out and, and you see that that a team plays hard for four quarters. I, I think it was part of the things that we heard last year. Is sometimes you know people kind of give you those token pats on the back, but the, you know they'd say, "Hey, your team's getting better. You guys are coaching them while you're doing it." And I, I had the component that for our first year we went we inherited a program that was the most penalized in the Big Twelve, and we were fourth least penalized last year in 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 Division One college football. So those are the things that we try to stress and we try to give ourselves a chance. And uh, I think, again, if, if you can play the game with physicality and with great discipline, uh, you, you'll, you'll have a chance to make it in a four-quarter game. I was just thinking this, and if, so if you want to you borrow it, it's all yours. Last year they would pat you on the head, right? Oh, Kansas, you guys are so cute. They pat you on the head. Now they're patting you on the back, right? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a different kind of level of respect. 
Yeah, I might write that one down, Doug. That, that's there probably go. there's some truth to that, you know. And oh, uh, okay, you kids, know, you guys it, came close because last year coming close is good enough. Now it's like, oh my, they're now they're beaten. Now we don't want to, we don't want to lose. We'll do lose the KU. All right, well, coach, we know yeah. you've been more than gracious with your time. We appreciate you joining us, and best of luck against uh, against frogs this weekend. All right, thank you very much, Doug. Appreciate the opportunity. All right, that's Lance Leipold, head coach of, of Kansas. I mean, like, look, I used to make fun of Kansas every week on Twitter. Can't wait till they play Division One football. And now they're out beating dudes. Now, now you get fired when you lose. The, you used to now you get fired when you lose to Kansas. You used to get fired when you lose to Kansas is a bad thing. Now it's like, man, they're, they're that's a that's a hard call though. Byer, can you imagine you're at Kansas? Okay, they haven't been good in forever, and you build one. And so if he said like, I don't know, look, I'll take four million dollars for like ten years. You, you, like your college football coach, you've been doing it forever. He's 58 years old. If he does it till he's 65, 68, whatever, you get $50 million in the bank. Or you go take a shot at Wisconsin. Now, remember, you're a Wisconsin born and bred kid. Or you go to Nebraska where he'd been in Nebraska way back in the day as an assistant um, for two years, 2001 to 2003, I think when Solich was there. So what do you do? That's a hard one. It's a very difficult one. Um, but that's why I, I think if the coach moves on, you can't blame them for moving on. And first of all, I mean, kudos to him for taking the job because he was, he was stepping up, you know, and to, to go and to take on the Kansas job, he could have gotten another, you know, FBS job, Doug, from what he did at Buffalo like that. You know, he didn't have to take the Kansas job. At some point, another school would have come along. And as you said, you're joking that they shouldn't even be playing football or, you know, like like that's so him taking it was a giant leap of faith for that school. But it also is, you know, like you got to look out for yourself and you got to wonder how long it's sustainable. And even if it is sustainable, how much will the program, you know, how big will it be? Uh, so what would you do? Let's let's say let's just say I would okay, leave. let's let you would leave. Yes. Yes. And I know it's tough for Kansas fans, but especially when you're you're tied, you know, you you have you know, if the Wisconsin job would come calling or if Nebraska came along, um, you know, if they wanted to pay a amount. Yes. I mean, def- definitely want to do the, the the Wisconsin thing because that would also and this like this doesn't matter, but it does matter. I'll bet to coaches, like gets him back in the state system. Like all of a sudden, his his uh, retirement plan takes a big, you know, goes up sure. even 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 higher. It does actually matter when you get old? Um, that's a weird one though, right? Like you, and I think th- there's probably some L's coming. I don't know if this week. I mean, losing your your best running back that's going to hurt you. I think he hurt his hip too. It's a bad injury, um, but. That's like, do you do you stay where you can coach forever and you can coach who you want to coach, how you want to coach, and every time you get a win, it's viewed as an upset? Or do you go where you're expected to win 80 90% of your games, but you'll be compensated at a level one and a half to two times that of Kansas? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I think you have to take the, the opportunity. I, I mean, I really Jay do. Jay Stu, what about you? Do you, think that, what do, you, do you think the same? Take the cash. Yeah. Whatever's bigger cash... And better cash, I'll take it. <laughs> what's his, what, what's his face who left uh, Boise State for Colorado? Dan Hawkins. Dan yeah, Hawkins. Um, one of those things, right? He, he took a bunch of cash 
and then uh, then his well, what about Brian team, Harson? How's that worked out for no no no? For I, him? I don't think it worked out for for the Colorado guy either. But you can't fault the people for taking the money. That's that's my point. Yes, but are you taking the short term five? Now look, he's fifty eight years old. So if he take if he just gets paid for five years, but he gets fifty million dollars, like all right. I mean, like if you're when you're done, you're done. Or you could just go like, hey, I could do this forever at Coach of Kansas and maybe not make as much money, but if I lose a game, people aren't like putting for sale signs in front of my my house. Yeah, isn't that the Kirk Ferentz uh, model? He he could have left many times, right? I guess. Um, that place is wired a little differently, I, I guess. I mean, like, look, this is the Brian Harson, right? Harson was at, he played at Boise State. He was at Boise State. They had it rolling. And he left and went to Auburn, and, you know, he's been in Auburn for a couple years, and he's going to get fired. You know? It's going to happen. I think I just think the ties locally, if, if Wisconsin were to come calling, would be difficult to pass up. And also just recent history, like, I can't blame Dan Hawkins, who thought Boise State would have turned into what Boise State turned into. Totally fair. You know, like. Totally fair. That's like Dan Munson who left Gonzaga. Yeah. Like he didn't know Gonzaga would be this. Like who who would have possibly known? Um but you do you know what Kansas is. This is probably the best it's gonna be. You're gonna have to rebuild it every year, although there's not like Oklahoma and a Texas in the league, so it's not I don't think it's gonna be as hard to be competitive on a yearly basis. And I know people are like, Well, they beat Texas last year and great. Okay, but you, you're, when you're competing against a school that their budget is four to five X of yours, that's you're in, in football, you're not winning that thing most times. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So... Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Broadcasting live from the studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Doug Gottlieb. If you're a, uh, a DG Show fan, you should be. I mean, you've been listening to me long enough. Just know <clears throat> the pod will be up very soon, the third hour pod. We're calling it in the bonus for now. We have a list of the day. The list is uh, top 10 college football teams as of today. Um, we have a, gambler, a gambling line to pick on today. What else do we have today? Anything else interesting today on the pod? It's upcoming at the top of the hour. We'll get after that uh, live to pod tape or whatever. So if you download the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what's in the press, my friend? Doug, tough day for the Denver Broncos yesterday. Not only did they lose to the Raiders, giving the Silver and Black their first win of the season, they lost running back Javante Williams for the season. And Randy Gregory, their pass rusher, is going to be out a few weeks. He had arthroscopic surgery on his knee to fix a meniscus issue. Struggling. Mm. Yeah, that, that's the problem is, you know, when you, you lose a game and then you lose players' injury, it just feels like you lost more than once. Um, but I do think that Javante Williams' loss is a big one. And, you know, Melvin Gordon had, just hadn't been right, you know. He, a lot of fumbles so far this, this year as well. And they've got the Colts coming up on Thursday night in Week 5. Commanders head coach Ron Rivera says that running back Brian Robinson has been cleared by doctors to return to action after being shot twice in the leg a month ago. Robinson now will have three weeks to be activated to the roster. That's crazy. Yes. Right? Crazy. yes. If you don't think uh, modern, modern science is amazing, I give you a guy gets shot and he's going to play football this year. Crazy. Mike McDaniels ruled Tua out for week five. Wouldn't guess on uh, how long Tua uh, would or wouldn't be out after that. 
Uh, yeah, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, I think he'll be out a week or even two weeks longer because of this, you know, that it's been such a national conversation over how quickly he got back out in the field that he'll actually be held out a little bit longer than probably even Tua would want to be held out. And speaking of quarterbacks, Panthers head coach Matt Rule said this about Baker Mayfield. I think Baker's our quarterback. You know, we have to we have to you know continue to find ways to help him and then uh, help help the other guys. You know, um, you know Sam's uh, Sam's not cleared right now. You know, and um, you know we're just going to keep trying to get better. I think Baker's our quarterback. <laughs> strong, say something. That's strong. That's strong support for your quarterback. Very strong. He, he could not throw to the uh, right side of the field because. J.J. Watt and others were just batting passes down. <laughs> like it was, yeah, he had, he had a tough time. Uh, one other uh, injury note to pass along, Cordero, Cordero Patterson of the Falcons going to miss four weeks placed on injured reserve after having a minor knee procedure. And Tony La Russa to call it quits. White Sox skipper dealing with uh, heart issues, so he's going to retire at the age of 78. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Byer, who do you like tonight and why? I'm just going to take the Niners because of their recent history against the Rams. Play pretty I, well against. Them. I, I like the Niners as well. What about you, there, John Ramos? Is it you, two? Huh? Is the point spread two? What's the uh, point spread? It is two. So the the mm. Niners are two point favorites over your yeah. defending Super Bowl champion. I'll take the Niners. You don't sound very fired. Reverse up psychology. Wow. This is what John's psychology. Doing. What about you, uh, Jay Stu? Real quick, Niners. Yeah, we all have Niners. Niners win tonight. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.